Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, managing editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Apparently, our website works now. By our website, I mean our streaming equipment. It was a time, Alex. It was. It was a time. It was a moment in time. And we always, we'll always have that. And I, I, you know, I hope people hear you. Hope people hear me. Because I ain't doing this again! It's a September 2nd, Monday Night Raw. We had all-out coverage. I'm going to plug that shit later. Pardon the language. I'm trying to clean it up these days. That was very frustrating. Alex, you like thumbs up on the video, don't you? I do. I love thumbs ups. Marriage, kids, thumbs up, right? Yeah, in that order currently, but I'm always open for change. Yeah, he can be talked into rearranging that order. That's true. Uh, so I would encourage you guys to leave a thumbs up, and Alex uh, will be very happy. Alex will be thrilled. Uh, yep. Uh, I, you know, if we get to 400, maybe I'll let this hair down. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I might get a little bit crazy. I didn't have it down all last week, but damn it, I might do it here today. <sighs> Subscribe, guys. Subscribe. Somebody says SRS needs more of an investment in audio production, Jimmy, or will jump ship like Moxley. I ain't jumping ship no matter what. I spent a thousand dollars on audio video equipment myself of my own money in the last month. Mm. Somebody says, "My hey, Kyler, my ears, tough shit, Kyler." <laughs> I'm upset. I'm frustrated. We got raw to talk about. Subscribe to Fightful Select, please. I appreciate all of you truly. Now people are saying my audio sounds weird. My audio sounds weird, does it? I'm going to ban everybody that says that. Alex, <laughs> September 2nd, Monday Night Raw, things happened. Things yeah, happened on this show. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, it's, a, it's a weird deal, Sean. Like I, 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 I watch it and I go, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me currently. But there's always the chance they could address 
all of the problems that I see with it in future episodes. But also, they don't have a great and stellar track record of doing that, you know, addressing all the problems that they create and the holes that they, you know, leave in their plot lines. So I'm supposed to just, like, hope that it's a brand new world now that certain people might be in charge and other people aren't? By the way, my, so my, my audio was messed up. I'm not banning anybody. I had my <laughs> webcam mic on, not my actual. <laughs> that, like, I swear, I leave for a couple days. It happens yep. every time. happens yep. every time. I leave for a few days, come back, and, like, my settings are messed with. Like, I don't know. I don't know what my cat's doing here when I'm gone. I just don't yep. know. I got a password to protect my stuff. And, yes, you all heard me. Me, uh playing things back because I had to check and see what was wrong. I had to diagnose this. I am not a technical expert. Although I will be by the end of this show, probably. Uh, so September 2nd, Raw, the, the big story was Bailey. We're going to get yep. to it. Uh, you guys are hopefully going to get to my interview with Allison Kay, formerly known as Sienna. She is the NWA World Women's Champion. She was in studio with me, playing around with my with my latex head. Don't take that the wrong way, please. It, it was a good interview. She talks about the May Young Classic, talks about Impact, talks about why she doesn't want to go by Sienna anymore. Uh, she is uh, doing a lot of stuff with NWA. Go check out that interview. I have a series of them in studio. Sit down. And how about this? Up on Fightful Select right now, the Mick Foley interview. We talk about The Fiend. We talk about Mandible Claw. We talk about uh, why The Undertaker taking the Mandible Claw is why everybody else did it. We talked about the fart in church that was the introduction of the 24-7 title. He is very aware of that. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, there will be an article on that interview dropping tomorrow. Last week, I had enhancement stories with Britt Baker. She talks about being busted up by Nia Jax. And I had a long-form feature called Salt Scum of the Earth, the process of interviewing MJF. Who boy. Somebody said, I thought we were talking about Raw. Yeah, uh, I, I run a website. We, we do often cover other wrestling shows on occasion. We had one called All Out this weekend. Check out my Fightful Select review of that. Before we get into Raw, Alex, did you check out All Out? I watched uh, as much of it as I could, having not you know paid the money to watch it. Uh, because, you know, it's budgets is tight. Um, but, yeah, I... I uh, um, I was laid up with a uh, broken pinky toe, um, kicked the side of a dresser accidentally, not on purpose, and uh, it's currently the same shade that of uh, purple that Jericho was at the end of that match. So not healthy, um, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of great things that I saw in mostly in GIF form and, and short uh, video. But I'm I'm very excited to see where they go with their uh, programming here in the near future. Leave a thumbs up and donate a super chat if you want your question or comment read on the air. I, I know that on the other stream, uh, somebody had said that they sent one. Just go ahead, send it again. Put some stars next to it or something so it stands out. I'll uh, read your question or your statement on the air. This episode of Raw, two King of the Ring matches, and maybe, maybe a big turn? Maybe? I don't know. Kind of. Maybe? Kind of? I'm not sure. We're going to see uh, how all that fleshes out because it was... If if what happened is 
what we think happened, that's big. That's a real big one. Uh, yep. But we started off with the Braun Strowman contract signing with Seth Rollins. They're brought out by Michael Cole. Rollins and Strowman said that they'll win their tag title match or and things might get a little awkward. Seth says he's defended two titles before and he slayed the beast before. Now he's going to slay the monster. I do like that Seth brings up the fact that this is not new to him. He's held multiple titles like often. Pretty normal for him. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. This, this did... Uh... It did read a lot like, well, you know, you may say that you're pretty great, but I think I'm better. Well, actually, in my opinion, I am better than you. It just, it didn't, it didn't feel like it was natural at all. Um, maybe because these two guys, like, got tossed together at the last minute to become tag champions. And, you know, out of that, they're like, oh, now we're going to feud over the time. This whole thing, there's been really no build to it. And if you're really going to, have this kind of a match and this kind of a storyline it might be nice if like they were hanging out for a while a little bit on the side and then you know it builds to something right now it just feels like it was all kind of like slapdash aj styles comes out i like that michael cole was like no 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 no. go away (laughs) we don't need you here (laughs) and styles got a huge pop for going at cole oh man uh i yeah i'm 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 very, very happy to see anybody just telling Cole that he's he's going to get his teeth slapped down his throat, which is a, with with open hand palm slapped, knocking out teeth. That's that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm this 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 was fun. Uh, heel AJ kind of saved this segment, to be honest. I really dug this. I liked uh, <laughs> I liked AJ being like, "What did Braun do to get a title shot?" He looked at it and he was like, "Don't look at my title." Well, mm-hmm. to fight for it, I really yep. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Styles tears up the contract, and Strowman throws a table at him. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Threw a table at him. Uh, yep. Let's go ahead and, and uh, do the uh, super chat. Sorry about that. Uh, Eloquent says, CNXT TakeOver, Walter and Bate Match of the Year contender. I loved that match. That was a fantastic match. The, the visual aspect of Bate being so much smaller than Walter, but being able to manhandle him in some ways is just so cool. Uh, that match was special, Alex. Uh, I, I really, really, really love the match. It was, it was a stellar match. My personal preference is that they would have built to certain spots in different areas. Like There were a couple of near falls that, that I really thought could have been built to in different parts of the match. Like the, the one that was a power bomb transitioned into a, a sunset flip power bomb, uh, like out of it by bait. Uh, the, the crowd came unglued on that, on that near fall. And that was less than halfway through the match. Like, I feel like you could have put that in the last third or the last quarter of the match and it would have built it better. Th- that match was so long, Sean, like it was, it added to the quality of the match. And at the same time, was just exhausting to watch. I'm, I'll have to go back and rewatch it again, uh, but it, it really was like Tyler Bates so damn special. I I I, I like Walter a lot, but I, I I wonder if it might be time to get that title on somebody else. We have another super chat from Rob Wilkins. He says super chat of two dollars. <laughs> this towards audio issues. Uh, Three dollars. You know what this major news is that might be breaking that someone. I won't name his advertising. Brian Alvarez said it. Um, 
I asked, and nobody backstage knows what it is. I huh. asked probably seven or eight people. Uh, there were even a couple people that were asking me what it was. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I've, I've asked, but hey, uh, not not a lot you can do there. I, I don't know what it is. Haven't heard anything about what it's about. Uh, wrestlers don't know. Uh, employees don't know. David also sent a super chat saying, Firefly Funhouse was amazing as always. Bray Wyatt is a genius. Has there ever been a triple threat King of the Ring match before? Bailey Turn, yes, man, you got your money's worth there. Uh, I don't know if there's been a triple threat King of the Ring. I don't believe so. Uh, Firefly Funhouse, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And Bailey, we will obviously talk about that later. Yep. We got a tag team match, Alex. Yes. They should have one. They should have just made this a tag title match. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to go with this that they're not they're really. doing. There's not that no. much to go through. Not the match. No, 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 no. Not the match. Just like a lot to go in on on things they should have done or could have done yeah, or but might our show have done. Can't always but be coulda woulda. But exactly. Yeah, uh, we go through a commercial. We see Rollins worked over in pretty basic stuff. Strowman gets a hot tag, and OC aren't on the same page. I love that. Anderson and Gallows hit the ropes at different times, and Strowman still mowed over both of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I thought that was very, very good. Uh, dig that for sure. Uh, Styles attacked after a Rollins flying knee uh, got the pin, or it didn't get the pin. A roll up got the pin. Rollins and Strowman took over. Strowman runs over everybody, and then accidentally runs over Seth Rollins. Uh oh! This brings out the opportunists, Rudin Ziggler, who attacked him with the OC. Strowman is taken out with stairs. Rollins is next. Glorious DDT, a good stomping, a four-person magic killer on Strowman in a phenomenal form. I thought this was a really good beatdown, honestly. I, kinda, yeah. I I thought this was really good. I thought it was pulled off well. Got lots of people involved. I thought the, the beatdown was good, but I don't even know if you needed the match. Why'd you need to beat the OC to do this? I don't know. Um, there was the other thing about it was that during uh, AJ's little tirade about who deserved what title shots at the beginning of this thing he was like why are rude and, and ziggler even a tag team like what does that even, that doesn't make any sense why do they get a shot and then later they're all together a big happy family beating up brawn and i understand like the enemy of my enemy is my friend but it would have been nice to see like a little side eye you know like okay we'll help you guys beat up these dudes but we get next i mean something i don't know but it just felt like it was a little Heels always love to band together for the good of being evil, but faces never have any friends. And that, I just, I've never liked that trope in wrestling. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. All, all the jerks are friends with each other. But yep. It doesn't. Uh, Cedric Alexander backstage cutting a promo and the OC attack him too. I kind of dig that they incorporated this in there. It helped uh, the baby face angle for later on. But the OC are not... They're not discriminating in whose asses they kick or who they're being jerks to. Except this was the last time they did that tonight. I thought they were going to do it to everybody throughout the course of the night, which then would have made sense. (sighs) Them randomly attacking Cedric Alexander, who nobody had had any interactions with yet. I thought they were going to have, like, the interviewer ask ask Cedric, what do you think about that beatdown, huh? Just, you know, in passing. And him go, ah, I think AJ Styles needs to mind his own business. And then all of a sudden, from behind, AJ comes in and says, why don't you mind your own business? And then, you know, that there you go. That's a setup for what I feel like is obviously 
maybe going to be your U.S. title feud for Clash of Champions, as opposed to, like, just random attack for no good reason. Ah! You know, there's there's other things you could do to set up, you know, things. And, all again, all, all it takes, as we've said, is five seconds of dialogue. Better yet, they could have uh, done a Styles Clash on Natalia before her match and said that her dad was right. in hell or something, and then some reporter yeah. said, she approved it, because that didn't backfire on anybody. Didn't I tell you that would happen? Yep. I did, and it happened, and then Natalia came out and said, nope. Yep. Nope. Uh, Bobby Roode, oh, wait. <laughs> so later on, I love this. <laughs> Braun isn't happy about Steve Austin, uh, who has been announced as, like, it, mediating the contract signing next week at MSG. They're, mm-hmm. they're trying to add to MSG. And by they, I mean Rollins and Braun. <laughs> Braun goes, because we called this a long time ago, Alex. Mm-hmm. I heard him putting you over on that Skype call. <laughs> which has really affordable rates. <laughs> Did you know you compatible with you, most major streaming platforms. <laughs> Skype is available on both Android and Apple devices. Personally, I like to use it on my desktop. I'm old school. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. We knew this was going to happen. But yeah. they were at least a little more subtle. He said, he really said, on that Skype call. I was like, come on. Come yep. on. Yep. Oh. All I can say is thank God it wasn't sunny. Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler defeated Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, no heat for this match. Why would there be? Why would there be? Uh, no, this is the thing. They're like, okay, hey, we know we just made Roode and Ziggler a tag team last week out of the blue, out of nowhere, and had them beat four teams in the tag team turmoil match. Only for us to say a week later, it was the greatest tag team turmoil match in the history of Monday Night Raw. And, as an added bonus, here they are beating former champs who you don't take seriously and never have. Hooray! Like, okay, good. Like, we we they, we they knew they were going to beat Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Because everybody beats Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Rude avoids the Rough Rider, it's the, but eats the old G9, Crime Times old finish. Glorious DDT after a super kick to win it. This was this was a fine match. I mean, yeah. But okay, another win for Rudin Ziggler. They've got like five pins in two weeks. That's cool. Yeah. Lacey Evans defeated Natalia. I honestly thought this match was pretty good. Uh, Natalia and Lacey Evans went at each other really hard. They were knocking the shit out of each other, uh, doing spots on the floor. The crowd was not as dead for this as the last match, but it doesn't really matter because. Natalia has lost to Becky and Sasha and gotten her ass kicked every week. Then Lacey got a title shot way too soon, lost mm-hmm. all of them, got taken off TV for a month, came back, mm-hmm. and lost again. And even yep. though I thought this match was pretty good, the highlight of it is when Lacey gets called a nasty bitch by Natalia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Uh, a distraction leads to a really good women's right. Um this this is all right, sure. I guess I don't know why we need to keep Lacey strong. I, I don't know why we need that. I I I don't I don't know either. It really does feel like, especially after the the events at the end of tonight, it does feel like the the horsewomen are your main story on both shows. 
Um, and the secondary story is Lacey beating up Natalia. Like that's that's your secondary story. Like you could figure out give give Lacey a tag partner. I don't care who it is. If you want to keep her on TV, give her a tag partner. Let her have a match versus Alexa and Nikki. I mean, if you if you, do something, but just just having her randomly beat up Natalia doesn't seem to be adding anything to anybody. Chris and Ashley uh, of Bell to Bells and Fightful says startup funds for Team Warren Wednesday Night Wars. I still don't know what the hell kind of Wednesday night show we're going to do. That watch along seems more catastrophic. <laughs> the, the more <laughs> I think about it, so we're probably going to go immediately, immediately after. Who oh, knows, man? Oh, flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Uh, this promo with Becky and Sasha. There were about four or five tropes that if were eliminated, I think this would have been good. Yeah. I I am over Becky doing the weirdo freak, your hair is blue thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. too many yeah. times. It, it doesn't, yeah. can't call everybody a weirdo. You can't call everybody a weirdo, and it's also like, hey, you, you, you freak with your blue hair, try having a natural hair color like mine, yeah. says Becky Lynch. It's that really, makes a lot of sense. Really redundant, man. And yeah. Becky says that Sasha was the centerpiece of NXT, and she was barely on TV. Sasha treated her bad. Says that Sasha Banks should be where she is, but she left. And Sasha comes out and says that Nia breaking Becky's face was the only reason Becky got anything. Now, how do you feel about this? Because it got a reaction and is objectively untrue because people were crazy about Becky before. Oh, yeah. Did it extend things? Sure, but here's the thing. You could say that as a heel, she's just lying. Like some heels yes. do. So, sure, why not? And and listen, and also it could be certainly from Sasha's point of view that, you know, that she believed that Becky's time was up pretty much anyway. Yeah. That if she if she had had her one-on-one match at, at Survivor Series versus Ronda, she would have tapped out to, to, to Ronda's armbar and then would have faded into obscurity and, and that would have been it. We wouldn't have had the man. So she's actually, you're pretty lucky you got your face broken because that extended your run. Now, that certainly can be Sasha's point of view without it being WWE's point of view. Like, I feel like that's that's a, a, a very important distinction to draw. Sasha uh, challenges Becky to a Magic Clash of Champions and Becky wants to fight. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I it was weird when they did this. I was like, oh, that wasn't already announced? Like, I felt like when, when Sasha hit her with a chair a bunch of times weeks ago, I was like, oh, so that's that's the match of Clash of Champions then. And I felt it was kind of obvious to everybody. It, it, it honestly blew my mind that it took until tonight to make it uh, official. Uh, the Sasha promo was a lot better than previous weeks. I don't like the UC and the these people lines. Yeah. If those tropes are eliminated too, and the weirdo freak, your hair is blue stuff, which... All weren't needed. They like they you could just pick them out, and I would be like, "Damn, this is a pretty good promo." Yep. Yep. Exactly. I mean, all things are just like they're added in, they're sprinkled in because people expect them to be there. Yeah, you, a, you don't need them there. No, you don't need them. Just just do it without them. Just take those things out, and it's much better. And I think we know that Becky's more than capable. So I yeah, mean, she's got to understand that these. It's just it ain't good anymore. I'll tell you what's good though. Baron Corbin defeating Cedric Alexander. This match was good. I, I get I, when 
We have said this for so long, Alex. When Baron Corbin yep. works this pace, he is yep. real damn good. Yep. When he's not slowing things to a crawl with a with a uh, half Nelson cross face, yep. it's good. And that's what happens. There's the suicide dive from Cedric that really hits, but my favorite spot of this match wasn't even the big deep six. It was Cedric getting hung up and Corbin slamming mm. his head into the post. Mm. He is one of the most consistently innovative wrestlers on the roster. He's always doing new stuff, finding new transitions, uh, getting new ways into moves. I yep. really dig this. This is good stuff. Yeah, I, I loved it, particularly because I'd never seen it before and also obviously hadn't seen it before from, from Corbin. What I, what I'm, I'm afraid it's going to become one of the things he does every match, and it's going to become one of those things of, okay, how are we going to get his opponent in the awkward kind of outside of the ring tree of woe thing where one foot is like, cause, cause that's what we don't like when all of a sudden like, Oh, well now you got to get the guy hung up in the thing. And then he does his move. I, I loved it because it seemed totally organic. Like the way Cedric got into that position, it, it, it felt like it was just something that happened. And then like Corbin, you could see him have the idea to do it. That was what made it great. If he does it, occasionally because the guy winds up in that position fantastic i don't want to see him like put guys in that position just so he can do the move to them um but yeah i i really love this match and the thing about it i was watching going i don't think you need uh alexander to be injured going into the match he can get injured during the match and you could tell the same story so that's what makes me think we're probably going to get an aj styles cedric alexander match at least in the future uh, somebody says, did you hear Cole, Cole almost called the Deep Six as a Tornado DDT for Cedric? LMAO. Well, LMAO at you, buddy. It was a counter out of the goddamn Tornado DDT. Yep. Cedric was going for the Tornado DDT. Yep. Corbin countered the move. My God. Uh, yep. I love the spot where Cedric beat the crap out of Baron's shoulder. Just posted him over and over. Oh, it was Kicked so good. The crowd got into it, man. Uh, Cedric really, really shine in this match, and he's been so good over the last month or so on Raw, and I'm really, really happy for him. But I love, I love his thing, and he's done he did this a lot on 205 Live. If you watched his whole oeuvre uh, on that show, um, he, he, um, he, when he gets frustrated in matches, he like just goes off on people, yeah. and like when, he, like, and that's a cool thing. It's like you watch him at any. And his temper can get the best of him at certain times. And I love that he was like, you know what, Corbin? I'm so sick of your crap. I'm going to beat the hell out of you right now. And, like, he he goes into this blind rage and just goes off. And I love that that's a part of his character that that shows up in certain matches, but not in every one of them. And, and it was really organic, as I say, in this match right now. It all felt like it was all according to plan. It was perfectly uh, storytelling in this match. I loved it. I really dug this match. I, I was saying it from the beginning, Alex. This is the kind of match I wanted. O on my little match rating scale, if I get almost, if I get like sixty-six percent of these matches, like uh, two-thirds of them at like six out of ten, which I consider recommended viewing, that's a good King of the Ring tournament for me. Yep. Just some good way to show people that these guys are good and do it with some stakes. I really love it. Um, it, it was just good. I, I'll tell you another one of my favorite spots of this. I feel like I have like 10 favorite spots. 
when Cedric did the Tope Con Hilo, where did he land? Right on Corbin's shoulder. Directly yep. on the shoulder. It yeah. was amazing. Uh, Cedric gets knocked off the top ropes and eats end of days. Corbin wins clean. But uh, he had escaped end of days before that and rolled through with a rough-looking Michinoku driver. That, yeah. that was the low light of the match, but I love a Michinoku driver anyway. This tournament has done wonders for Baron Corbin. Uh, a little yeah. bit of a new look and and a little bit of a new life. Really, yeah, I no, really this, like it. This is the thing about it that I'm, I'm watching. I'm going, man, if you give me this Baron Corbin, if this is the kind of match he wrestles as King of the Ring, as one of your top guys on the show, then I'm all here for it. But we've seen what they do to Baron Corbin when he's near the top of the of the division. He's just, you know, slowing things down. Cowardly make, Corbin. Yeah, making people boo him. Like, as opposed to, like, he's getting this is awesome chance for a Baron Corbin match. That never happens. People are like, okay, can we just get on with it? That's usually the kind of matches that he's being asked to wrestle. This is great. And we'll talk about what they're doing next week for him. But that that has the potential to be a, a really great match to watch, at least. And then who knows who he faces in the finals. I mean, that's my pick, at least, to go at least into the finals. But whatever they do with him from here on out, like, he's really stepped up a notch in my book. And if you look at who he was when he showed up in NXT to now, like, he was just having squash matches. They couldn't trust him to do anything. Now he's having bangers with real workers. Like, I'm really happy for him that he's moved up until this point. He I continues am to improve. I am, too. Uh, guys, do me a favor. Follow Jeremy Lambert at Jeremy Lambert 88 Follow Robert uh, DeFelice at Dude Felice. Follow Carlos Toro at Carlos Toro 360 Follow uh, David Tease at Fightful David on Twitter. Uh, they are our typical news team right now. I've uh, stepped away from the news beat largely. I'm mainly editing. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And doing exclusives and a lot of uh, video content and a lot of that. So uh, they have just knocked it out of the park. Uh, we've got a new setup and how we, we kind of rock our news beat. And those guys delivered over All Out Weekend. They work their asses off, and they, they do things the right way. They reach out for comment. They reach out to wrestlers. Jeremy Lambert, when a lot of people were like, oh, is Moxley going to be good for Bloodsport? Jeremy Lambert already had that on Fightful.com. He reached out to Josh Barnett, got it up there. We were good to go. Uh, give those guys a follow. Jeremy Lambert, uh, I straight up said one day, will be one of the guys helping me run all of Fightful. Make sure you guys show them some love as well. Uh, they do some great stuff. Also, Steven Jensen dropped the Weekender podcast on Fightful Select. Mr. Warren Hayes with the NXT UK 205 Live Review. You all will soon be seeing more of him. Uh, we, Me and Warren have some great chemistry on podcasts that I know a lot of you that don't subscribe to Select haven't seen yet. But we've got a lot of great retro reviews. This month's retro review actually doesn't feature Warren Hayes, but it is uh, WrestleMania 13. We talk about the Chicago Street Fight. Uh, Shawn Michaels losing his smile, Sid, maybe, or maybe not, crapping his pants, Alex. Mm. <laughs> you never know. 
Never know. It's all covered on Fightful Select. Check it out. But also, uh, please support uh, our Fightful team. These guys are working hard. And just because their faces aren't on the podcast every week uh, doesn't mean you shouldn't be following them. Go show them some love. Uh, I'm not ready to show WWE love for these squash matches. I'm, I don't need to see Viking Raiders squash matches anymore. Cool power bomb into the other guy. Nice Viking experience. I get it. They're in Baltimore. LOL. Pittsburgh. Cool. Okay. So, again, this is what I've said over and over again about WWE storytelling. They're really good at telling part A of a storyline. And then they just do it over and over and over again. And if they ever make it to to, to chapter two, to part B of a storyline, which was last week when the Viking Raiders and the OC had a brawl and both got knocked out of the tag team turmoil match. And then we're like, oh, OC versus Viking Raiders, right? Why why aren't the OC out here jumping them? Exactly. You you set up something so beautifully to have the Viking Raiders have their first feud, a non-title feud against the OC, who has also been protected and is very hot. You have that all set up. LOL, nope. We're going to go right back to squashing jobbers, except for this time, the jobbers get a, uh, like a, you know, heel-rific anti-the-city-we're-in promo. And that doesn't help, like... I mean, some people are like, but you loved it when Braun was squashing jobbers. No, after a while, I was like, why is he still doing this? Couldn't he be doing something else? And I'm already at that point with with the Viking Raiders. Because guess what? We watched them. I mean, a lot of us did watch them in Japan and ROH. We know what they can do before that. Even if you never saw that. You watched them in NXT. These are former champions. We know they can beat dudes the size of their thighs. That's very easy. Like, now you move them on to do something, anything else. Like, have the B team get all swollen in their face and say, hey, we're former champs, we think we can beat you guys, and have them do the exact same match but to the B team yeah, because it, it actually means something. That's, that's another part of the story. I don't know what you're doing going back to the beginning with this whole jobber squash thing. It just doesn't work. Also among those names, forgot to mention Kyler James. Follow him at K Sports. He does our social media for us. We have a new Facebook discussion group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash Fightful or just search it. We have two groups. We have an MMA group and a pro wrestling group. That way you all can kind of decide there. We also have a page you can like. Give it a go. King of the Ring quarterfinal, another good one. Joe and Ricochet ends in a draw, double pin, whatever the hell you want it to be. Mainly a striking battle until Joe walks into a barricade moonsault. I loved how Corey Graves was like, yeah, you could tell Joe was trying to catch him. He widened his base. That was his instinct. Didn't have time to move out of the way. A-plus commentary for Corey Graves. That's yep. what you're supposed to do is what he did. Yep, totally, totally agree. It was, it was, it was really well done, to, to put it this way, uh, to, to, to adapt to what appeared to be him supposed to catch him but didn't. Like, whatever it was, it the way he an- analyzed it was great. And I, I, I love this match. I, I, I was watching it the whole way. I was like, this is a really great way. This is a great way of looking like you're going to keep both guys strong, but one guy gets a great pin at the end to win it, and both guys come out of it looking great. I didn't think they were going to do the ending that they did. That was interesting. Also interesting was WWE production completely missing that gut buster that Joe did over his shoulders. 
I don't know where they thought he was going to go with that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, let me tell you, production, he wasn't going to jump in the air. No. So there was no. no reason to not have that shot in so tight. Um, um, Joe also does a stiff urinagi and a suplex. A great power slam. Just yeah. amazing power slam. And then Ricochet does a space flying tiger drop, which is called as such on commentary. Yep. Corey Graves did great here. Um, double Russian leg sweep pins both. I kind of dig that that's what pinned both. Why not? Yeah, it was. It, it was. They, he got. Um, he got Ricochet up in the coquina clutch on the top rope, and then he just kind of like launched. He, he launched himself back, landing on um, on Joe while in the coquina clutch, which knocked the wind out of him too, and the double pin. Okay, the double pin. Now, when they did this, I was like, "Oh, please don't tell me they're going to have both guys lose to keep them both oh. strong." To give a bye to Corbin, and that's how he gets in the finals. I hate, Please tell me they don't do that. hate the King of the Ring bye. I hate the tournament bye, and I know people will go, LOL, heel heat. No, that's WWE heat. No, that's that. me going, WWE, you're stupid. I know it's a work. I know what you're doing, and a lot of but, other people do too. Maybe yes. I'm not the demographic they're targeting there. Korosami says, are they making Becky Lynch look weak on purpose after trademarking the man, or after Flair trademarking the man so it has less meaning? No. And Kyla replied, all cap, she's the women's champion. What? Yeah. I agree. Um, So, it's the NFL season, Alex. It is. And if you couldn't tell, John Cohn went and threw on a goddamn headset. (laughs) He needed a little thing where he could, like, look through the thing with the little tarp over his head while he looks through it. And he could talk to... Well, fortunately, WWE tarps everything these days, so... That's true. (laughs) <laughs> he got a headset hold on he, he goes hey hey, hey we'll make a ruling suit and then he leaves <laughs> he, he left, left. and he not left. only that he darted he's like yeah i'm out <laughs> amazing oh uh, yeah looked like the refs at the end of that saints rams game and they were like whoops he got the hell out of there yeah amazing um, now, yeah. These guys continue fighting. Corbin is like, now I get a bye. And he's like, hashtag, nah, you're going to face both of them. Cool. I'm fine with that. I know that you're not because you think that Samoa Joe's going to get pinned, but somebody's got to get pinned, well, and so, it ain't going to be Corbin. That's the thing, is that the reason that you put the, it feels like the reason they put this whole thing together was so that Ricochet, this thing, again, in a vacuum, out of context, the match is going to be great. We're, going to, we're all going to have a blast watching this match. It's going to be fantastic. And the end result is Corbin's going to move on to the finals. But I think they, somebody decided we can't have Ricochet take a pinfall loss to Corbin because we have plans for him or whatever. So, whoops, we made the brackets wrong. That was stupid of us, huh? So they have they, they, they put this whole thing together so that Corbin can move to the finals without having to pin Ricochet, which is just like you got to like do all these gymnastics to get around it. Well, when it's a good you thing guys Ricochet's just in the match, then that, there you go, there you go. That's the problem is that you book yourself into a corner and you have to create some crazy thing like both dudes got pinned, but they both won. Guys, make sure you leave a thumbs up, subscribe. Thanks, we got lots of cool videos on this channel. Rey Mysterio says he isn't retiring. He's going to keep wrestling. 
for his son. Yeah. This was nowhere near as strong as a a promo for him as the one he did with his son, which was like just night and day. Yeah. Those two. This was okay. I mean, I see they they had to do it. I mean, they got to further it. So why not? Harmless, harmless stuff here. Expected as well. Yes. Firefly Funhouse was real good. This oh, may this may uh, have been my favorite Firefly Funhouse, Alex. I mean, I mean he he fed the Vince Devil Puppet money, and it got him to go away. Like, I don't know how. Uh, seriously, they're just letting Bray do whatever he wants, and whatever he wants is gold. Like, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I was flabbergasted by this whole thing. The fact that they, they brought up the whole controversy about, oh, no, we leaked the match that's going to happen at, at, at Hell in a Cell, or at least the, the arena did for us. Oh, how are we going to get around this? Oh, whoops, it was Bray doing it himself. He's such a naughty guy. But look what I've been making. Money. Like, that's so good, man. That's so good. This so was good. awesome. I mean, I have not been in, as in love with Firefly Funhouse as a lot of people. I thought this one was brilliant. Like, yeah. Bray, that version of Bray, apologizes to Finn Balor for being rude. Yep. And the Vince puppet is mad about Bray challenging for a title at Hell in a Cell because you got to address it. It's out there. Yes, you should. You should at least, yeah. And Bray is like, but look what I'm making. And he just feeds him the money. It was... It was cute and clever and... He says, look what I've been making. And he pulls up money and then... <laughs> the Vince Devil Puppet gets dollar sign eyes. And then he feeds him money. And then he goes away. Because because if, if you're making... If, here's the thing. If you're making money for Vince, he'll leave you alone. Yeah. And that's, that's what they did. And I mean, it's, honestly, I still think it's too early to put Bray in that position where he's got to either win or lose for the championship. Like, you could just have him just mysteriously attack returning legends, like, feud with some guy, terrorize him, beat him in a couple of minutes, and keep doing it over and over and over again until you've built to that level where you can't deny him anymore. Doing it this early does feel too early. But on the other hand, oh, man, this is so good. And there really isn't anybody hotter in the in the minds of the of the audience right now than this guy. Yeah, I, I just hope the ball isn't fumbled. I mean, it is nice seeing new people in the fold at the top of the card. Yeah, but the I think, I mean, it, in my mind, you got to have five or six really really strong protected top guys per yep. brand. Yep. I mean, I, I get it. You can't always have Undertaker, Mankind, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, and Kurt Angle. You're yep. not always going to have that. Right. And then have the big show supporting them and yeah. Kane and all of that. You, you can't always have that, but you can at least try. Yep. And right now they got Rollins, Braun, Bray, and... Kind of AJ, sort of. Yeah, sort but he, AJ at least believes he's in that spot, yeah. and therefore you got to take him seriously. And, and the thing is, I know a lot of people will go, "Oh, well, Becky and Sasha." No, no, no. I don't mean totally. I mean like per gender. Yeah, per gender. That way yes. you can rotate them in and out. It yes. seemed like every month for like two or three years, longer than that, it felt like three or four years. 
we saw those same six people wrestling each other in some form or fashion. Yeah. And it was really good. What isn't good? They had Cesaro fly back from for Raw. Why did they need to do this, Alex? I don't like, know. Like, here's the thing. Like, you couldn't have got EC3 on the goddamn show here. You couldn't. You could You had to have no, but, this. Drew McIntyre was busy. What, what's Drew? No, doing? no, but Drew, Drew, Drew's Drew in the King, tournament. Okay, Drew's in King of the Ring, right? Right. Well, he what he he lost oh, his first round match, what right? The fuck's so Drew so, doing then? Well, because Drew, Drew, there's the thing: is Drew ta- taking clean losses to, to to the Miz? No. I mean, I, I don't know. Probably not. But but I don't think he should. What's Sami Zayn doing right now? He can't well, lose because he's managing Nakamura. That's the thing. That would that would have been my preference. Is is you know Sami Zayn come out and say you know I know you want to face Nakamura, but you can't face him at 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 Chess Champions until you beat me. There you go. Somebody said. Somebody says, "What does everything. beating EC3 do for the Miz? What did beating Cesaro do for him? Am I am I supposed to believe that Miz is like some tough guy because he beats a guy that gets beaten by everybody? Except there's a, the problem is is that here's here's what they need to do for 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 everybody's sake. Like when Wednesday NXT starts live, drop not drop him, move Cesaro over to Wednesday. Let him anchor that big." Like Hossman battle, like section of the mid card. Let him fight the Jakovic and, and and Keith Lee and punish Mark Martinez. He can put over some guys. He can get a couple of wins and then loot and then they can get their wins back. You can you can anchor that part of, of on Wednesday nights as opposed to being jobber to the stars on Mondays, which is not where he needs to be. He's too good for that. On Raw and SmackDown, Cesaro has beaten No Way Jose since. The end of May. So, like, people are, like, say, oh, what does that do? What the hell? Cesaro's lost to Cedric, to Joe, to right. Ray, to Aleister Black multiple times, to Ricochet. He's losing everybody. Did you yeah. think that he was going to beat Miz? No, you didn't. So, what the hell did it matter? Throw Eric yeah. Young out there for all I care. Just make it quick and painless. Get them the hell out of there. Yeah, the, the just, thing that you... Or just don't do the match. Yeah, that's you don't need to have the Miz wrestle anybody in this in this in this spot, especially because the Miz is is feuding with Nakamura on Tuesdays. You could do this, some variation of it tomorrow. You know, I don't know. know. Backstage, Bailey doesn't have anything to say about Sasha or what she said about the tag team titles. Uh, She says that Sasha's her friend and she's talked to her. I love this promo, except for the typical. She took her ball and went home. Because you remember, I don't know if you watched Raw back in '02, but every week after Austin left, oh my God, they hammered yep. that in. Yep. Uh, these promos are kind of too scripted to matter, but I thought that Sasha yelling at Sarah was very good. <laughs> that was that was great. Seems, seems I mean, awfully was, natural, doesn't it? it? It does seem very very <laughs> seems, it seems very natural. Uh, I'll also, I I do like some of. The, some of these backstage interviewers are are coming at them with the gotcha questions and have been for a while. Charlie Caruso in particular is always stirring up shit. Yeah. Like she's always like, well. She's used to having. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I love Sasha being like, I, like you, you're, you're giving me a question and you know what you want. I know what you want me to say. Instead of saying that thing, 
the only possible answer I could give to that question. I'm just going to yell in your face and make you run away into a wall on your way out. Amazing. Like that's great. So good. So this is the championship showcase and Bailey and Becky Lynch defeated Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss via DQ. Uh, I do like that finish. It protects everybody. I'm okay with that. Uh, sure. But when this happens all the time in these types of matches, that gets redundant too. Bailey gets worked over hard. I love that Nikki Cross is in a main event. Sasha runs in and attacks Becky Lynch. DQ. Who cares about that? Right. Fine match. Sure. All sure. the tag team matches tonight were just okay. And that's a bummer. Because they have outstanding tag teams and tag team wrestlers. Who boy. So Sasha wears out Becky with the chair. But Bailey slides in and takes it from her. And Alex, admittedly, I got chills when Bailey looked at Sasha Banks and shot her this creepy smile. And as she's wearing her out with the chair, the logo pops up. Like, yeah. even that was well done. Whether it was intentional, unintentional, I just knew I was going to get a little bit. Yeah, not and, all of it. And I like it. I like it. It was good. Now, here's the thing, Alex. Yeah. Sometimes people don't like getting a little bit. Sometimes they like to get all of it. Go on. Sometimes <laughs> they want a full-blown turn. Oh, yes, of course. And if you're looking to turn babyface after you've been a heel in the bedroom for quite some time, our friends at Blue Chew have you covered okay blue chew brings you the first chewable the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know they work but you don't gotta hit somebody over the head with a chair to get a reaction then listen if you're into that you're into that just be safe be safe there's no ref to come in there and go one two three four five when you're in there choking each other all right so stay safe when you're doing that and stay hard when you're doing that. Thanks to Blue Chew. Now, you, you, your kinks, that's one thing. You can be embarrassed, not embarrassed about that. But you don't have to be embarrassed about Blue Chew. Because you don't have to have a problem to get Blue Chew. And you don't have to go to the pharmacy to get it either. It's prescribed online. Ship straight to your door. You're not going to have people saying like, Hey, what kind of bond did you in? With your soft dick. Doesn't happen with Blue Chew. Comes straight to your door. No, it doesn't have it on the package or anything. It's prescribed online. You can take it anytime you want, day or night, empty stomach, doesn't matter. And you can get it free. Just use that code FIGHTFUL. Now, first off, undo your restraints because you're going to need to go to your computer and type in some information. And I would suggest two free hands for that. Two, please, both hands free. I, I don't I don't want any funny stuff going on here, at least until you get your blue chew. Five dollar shipping, that's all it takes. Code Fightful. Hit them up at Blue Chew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Also, please let them know what you're into sexually. I think they'd be very interested to know personally what you like. So please do that. They will appreciate that, I think. Somebody says, Did you see my super chat? Hey, pass it along again in case I missed it. Oh, man. What did you think of this? Is Bailey full heel? 
Yeah, she's full heel because because Sasha's full heel and they're so, best friends. They so, they they had it. They have they 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 just uh, released the the aftermath of the beatdown where they raised each other's hands and gave each other a big hug and walked off hand in hand up the ramp. So, um, this is all great and I I love this. I think it adds a really cool edge to Bailey. If tomorrow they try and turn Charlotte face, this is the darkest timeline. Because Charlotte's the one who's who Bailey is facing in Clash of Champions, and I, I I don't you're not gonna make me root for Charlotte in this in this case. Like Charlotte's been Charlotte's so great as a heel that try and turn her babyface. I I'm I, I feel like I feel like this is leading to both Sasha and Bailey having the championships at least for a month heading into Hell in a Cell. Whether or not we then get maybe a a Sasha versus Bailey. With their friends, but only for one night they have to face each other at Survivor Series. I don't know, but I I don't want them to try and turn Charlotte babyface to in order to squeeze in this yes. match they have in a couple of weeks. I don't want that. Just, like they can fig- figure just, out a way of, of having them have their match without making like making trying to make us root for Charlotte against dastardly Bailey. Like I don't want that. Yeah, we we don't need that. They can both be absolute shitheads and i think it would work exceptionally i think it would work just fine just yep. get creative with it yes do something better and then you know what establish some baby faces on smackdown yeah they they really need to they really do you got Kyrie. you got oscar carmella can do some stuff i'm happy to Car- see carmella do some stuff in the ring i wouldn't hate seeing sonia deville be uh, sonia deville and or mandy Right, being the one to uh, being the ones to kind of make that adjustment, I'm all right with that. Uh, I wonder how many heels they will. I mean, Billy Kay and Peyton are going to be heels. Yeah. So with them, Charlotte and Bailey as heels, I'm all right to see see who can who can rise to the occasion. Yeah, I mean they 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 kind of they they did this thing where now Ember is like, oh, it's okay, you beat me, but I don't mind. Uh, with, with that's not great. I don't love that. They kind of just banished Naomi from TV for a while. They have baby faces they can use, but they're not being used at a point now. They've been booked so poorly that they're not credible threats to a Bailey and Sasha as gotta, as co champs. Got to make you know? people strong. You got to make people interesting. You, yes. Otherwise, I'm just gonna. Otherwise, it's Cesaro, fantastic performer that I love watching. But I knew he wasn't going to win the match. Right. He has not beaten anybody on main roster TV, and main event does not count. That show. Did you know Slater Gator reformed last week? Uh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't see it, did you? You're goddamn no. right. You didn't see it. Nope. Nope. Just, just make them. Make them stronger. Make people special. I know that it's all the the name on the marquee thing. Make them special. Bailey seems special at the end of that show, Alex. Yes, that that is true. She really did. I that that smile before she turned to Becky with the chair. That was Joker esque. It was a like, top there's... five. That was a top five reaction for her on the main roster. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, I like... can remember her. Like I think cashing in that was one her debut of course, and I think when when Foley brought her out that was another one. Uh, speaking of Mick Foley, they showed a video package of him 
We have an interview dropping with him tomorrow, but it's up on Fightful Select right now, guys. Make sure you guys leave a thumbs up. It really helps. Alex, how was your, your weekend? Uh, apart from the uh, broken pinky toe, had a, had a uh, had a really had a really good weekend. Uh, friends of um, my wife's uh, maid of honor uh, and her new husband and uh, her daughter came over, and so my daughter had a very first ever sleepover. Uh, it was very cute, um, a, a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to fall getting here. There's a chill in the air, and it's my favorite uh, season of the year. So I'm uh, happy about that. And also looking forward to whatever the hell they spoon-feed us tomorrow on SmackDown. That should be a lot of fun. Also, a couple of great uh, King of the Ring uh, matches potentially tomorrow. Yeah, the wrestling landscape is about to get real interesting. Real Um, interesting. Guys, I know I push Fightful Select a lot this week. This is one of the most loaded weeks in the history of of our service. Me and Jimmy are trying out some new things instead of Stupid People Extended this week. Uh, Also, I have the Retro Review, WrestleMania 13. Warren Hayes is the NXT 205 Live UK show. Steven Jensen with The Weekender. I did a bonus podcast today, almost 40 minutes on All Out, StarCast. Uh, I talked about the CM Punk show, a lot of stuff like that, my experience. Um, I'm going to add some more on the backstage report this week. Like, uh, for example, I, I did a spot for uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Uh, those guys were great. Really dig them. I uh, did a few guest spots here and there while I was there. Uh, I'll, I'll run through that. Uh, just great stuff. And, of course, every other week we do that Q&A show where you can ask as many questions as you want. Those subscriptions are the most direct way to support us. It's the most direct way to support our writers and I want to thank you guys. But hey, if you don't want to subscribe, you can always leave a thumbs up. It helps. I am tired, Alex. I, I believe am it. Exhausted. I believe it. But it's one of those, like you know, that exhausted where it's like, man, I feel like I've accomplished something. Like in Toronto, I did like twenty-two interviews, and to be honest, I, I'm still feeling that. I haven't gotten all those articles written. <laughs> There's still a lot. We've got a lot in the can from that, and. Before that, we had just finished up our StarCast interviews from May. We, like, I had to drop, like, Shane Helms and Matt Stryker and Blue Meanie just to get them out there. And this time I didn't do as many interviews. I did, like, four or five interviews, but they were all, like, 10, 11, 12 minutes long, whereas the other ones were three or four minutes long. Uh, and it, it was it was a nice transition. It was weird. Like, I, I'm really enjoying getting to sit down and talk to these people. It's it's a good time, and I think you all will like it. Till next time, guys. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Rossap. Follow us at Fightful. We are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.